This Mishnah presents another instance in which the law of Terumah is more stringent than that of Kodesh. So if I may Ha'ares offer utensils for sale in the area extending from the town of Modi'it and inward towards Jerusalem. So Modi'it was a city 15 mil from Yerushalayim. So they're in this area and... Um, they're offering something for sale and they claim that the utensils are tahar. They are trusted about small earthenware utensils, such as pots, cuts, and jars, if the utensils are for use with Kodesh. Now, although the utensils of an Amharis are generally considered tamer by rabbinic decree, the Chachamim made an exception for small earthenware utensils sold between Modi'it and Yerushalayim for the following reason. In Yerushalayim, which is where the temple was sited, small earthenware pots were in great demand because they were used for cooking the meat of offerings and for baking flour offerings. All earthenware had to be brought in from elsewhere. However, because the pottery furnaces needed to be to produce it were banned from the city due to the heavy smoke, which would have darkened the walls of Jerusalem and spoiled its beauty, had the sages insisted on the rule that the utensils of Ameharis are tame, then utensils of Ameharis would have been usable for, uh, not usable, unusable for Kodesh, because there's no way to purify earthenware utensils, thus are tame. So therefore, only pots made by Chaverim would have been usable for cooking the meat of offerings. But there were too few Chaverim near Yerushalayim who were potters to meet the demand. Since the Chachamim, as a rule, do not issue decrees which people most people cannot comply, they felt it's necessary to permit the purchase of pots from Ameh Ha'aretz so that everyone who brought an offering could find a pot in which to cook it. They therefore declare that Ameh Ha'aretz in the area near Yerushalayim are trusted to vouch for the tahara of their small earthenware pots and cups. Okay, so they so they were granted in this area. Okay, in this area near Yerushalayim, um, and Modi'it was a centre for pottery. So they granted it within this area, within Modi'it. Okay, Minha Modi'it, Velachot. However, when they're selling utensils from Modi'it and outwards, meaning from Yushalayim the Modi'it, in Ne'emanin, they are not trusted to vouch for the status of any utensils. The strangeness of Truma of a Kodesh is that Ameh Haris between Modi'it and Yushalayim are not trusted about small utensils being purchased for Truma, but they are trusted about those being purchased for Kodesh. The Chachamim trusted Ameh Haris near Yushalayim about small utensils used for Kodesh to ensure that there would always be enough pots in Yushalayim for cooking Kodesh. Since, since such pots had to be discarded once they were used because they absorbed taste particles from the meat which became forbidden as notar left over after a day or two there was an increased demand for such pots since there were too few chavirim who were potters to meet the demand the sages trusted Amehaj for Kodesh and permitted their pots to be used for cooking sacrificial meats on the other hand since pots in which Turumah was cooked were reusable because Turumah does not become notar people could accumulate such pots over a period of time making, making shortages of pots for Turumah less likely Hence, the Chachamim maintained their decree against trusting Amaharis with regards to Turumah, even though they made an exception for Kodesh. Now, we clarify this rule. Okay, so how is this so? Under what conditions is an Amaharis between Modi'is and Yerushalayim trusted about pots sold for use with Kodesh? Hakadar shehu mocher hakaderot nichnas lifnim min hamodi'it. If a potter who is selling pots brought them outside of Modi'it and then came into the area from Modi'it inwards with them, hu hakadar vehin hakaderot vehin halokchim ne'eman. He's believed about their status as long as three conditions are met. Number one, that he, the seller, is the potter who brought them in and did not receive them from some other Amha'aras who brought them in. Okay. Number two, the, these pots being sold are the pots that he brought in and not others that he added to the pots that brought in. So he's got to be the pots that he brought in. And three, that these are the buyers who that these are the buyers who saw them bringing in. So even when he's vouching for the tower of the pots that he actually brought them in, the chaver buying the pot can trust him only if they saw that the potter actually brings in the pots. Others cannot take the sense whether they tahara. Yasa, once they left Modi'in, Modi'it, heading further away from Yushalayim, however, Eno he's not trusted about the status of the pots that he's offering for sale. 
Okay, now number Mishnah Vav. Having taught that the pastors are trusted in certain situations and not in others, Mishnah proceeds to discuss the trustworthiness of tax collectors and thieves who are likewise trusted only in certain situations. So let's say you've got tax collectors entering the house of a Chaver and sees some of the utensils to pay a tax debt. So utensils that an Ahamaharis owns or touches are considered Tameh by rabbinic decree. Thus, if Jewish tax collectors who were Amik Haris touched any utensils beside the ones they took, these utensils would have become Tamer. As long as the tax collectors state, however, that they touched only what they took and nothing else, they are believed on everything else in the house of Mr. Haris. So they say, got these tax collectors that are coming to the house of Chaver. Okay, and take utensils. Likewise, if thieves return the earthenware utensils that they stole, to their rightful owners, Ne'emanim Loma Lo Naga'anu. They are trusted to say we are trust we are, we did not touch any utensils in the house other than the ones we took in the case of tax collectors, or we do not touch the inside of the earthenware utensils that we stole in the case of thieves, and the utensils are therefore tahar. So as we explained earlier, earthenware becomes tame only when the tumah enters the inside of the utensil, but not when a tame person or thing touches it from the outside. Since thieves are trusted to say that they did not touch the inside of the earthenware utensils, even the earthenware they stole is still considered tahar, even though they stole it, they obviously touch it when when they stole it. Thieves are believed only when they return the earthware out of sincere desire for repentance. If they return it out of fear of being caught, we do not believe their, their statements about the tahara of the utensils. Tax collectors are trusted only in cases where we do not know that they entered it except because they said so. Since they're the ones who created the problem, we believe what they say. So hapesha asar hu hapesha is the pair. The mouth that ran, you know, that said they came in is also the, the mouth that also permits it. Now we return to the topic of the previous one. Where we learnt that Ameha the previous Mishnah, where there we learnt that the Amehara is a trusted for Kodesh about the Tahara of small earthenware utensils from Modiyat and inwards towards Yushalayim. The Mishnah now lists another leniency that applies in Yushalayim itself. In this too, there is a distinction between Kodesh and Turumah. Of Yushalayim ne'emanim ala Kodesh. And in Yushalayim proper, Ameha Aretz are trusted about the Tahara of even large, large earthenware utensils that are used for Kodesh which were essential for the sacrificial services, but they are not trusted about utensils used for Tiruma. According to both our Mishnah and the previous one, the Chachamim trusted Ameha Aretz about the Tahara of the earthenware utensils for Kodesh to ensure an adequate supply of utensils for the sacrificial service because... You know, you couldn't really use them afterwards, so to make sure there's always a flow. Since the two Mishnayot deal with utensils of different sizes, however, the sages extended different levels of trust. We're talking about here large utensils, such as barrels of wine, which are generally only used by temple officials and not by individuals. As such, the sages trusted the Amiharis and Yushlam proper for large barrels, confident that this would increase the wine barrel supply enough to pr- prevent shortages. The previous Mishnah, however, dealt with small earthenware utensils, which were used as wine containers by every individual who brought wine to be poured as Nesach, a wine libation on the altar. If only Amiharis and Yushalayim proper were trusted about such containers, this would not have increased the supply enough to meet the demand. To avoid severe shortages of these essential containers, the Chachamim trusted Amiharis within the entire 15 mil area between Yushalayim and Modiyat. So, so, so in, in Jerusalem we say that they, con- they, they are, uh, itself, they are trusted about large utensils used for Kodesh, but not about the utensils for Turumah. However, when it comes to the festivals of Pesach, Shavuot and Sukkot, the Regalim, they are trusted even about the utensils for Turumah, for everyone has the status of a Chaved during a festival. Since Amei Haaretz purify themselves in preparation for Pesach, Shavuot and Sukkot, the Chachamim suspended Am Haaretz Turumah throughout the festivals. Have a great day.